The Eddie B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Masechet Nazir has been dedicated by our good friend Jaime and Dina Dana. Hashem Yishmirem v'chayim. Fatzlacha for all their children that they should be mechunach alpi toratenu akedusha. They should grow up and they should be zochel the Torah or mitzvot or chupa or maasim tovim ubefrat for Ashkelema for Moshe ben Dina. אין נא רפאנה לו בתוך שאר חולי עמו ישראל, וגם רפואה שלמה, פנינה, בת אסתר. אין נא רפאנה לה, אין נא רפאנה לה, אין נא רפאנה לה, רפואת הנפש ורפואת הגוף, ורפואתה כרבה לבוא וכן ירסון ונאמר אמן בזכות המסכת נזיר יגן באדם אמן. We begin today's daf on daf samichay amud bed on the bottom line, starting with onsovesefeko. Let's just review for a moment uh, what we learned in the previous mishnah. We were discussing a case of a zav that somebody has a. Uh, an emission that comes out of their body, a discharge that comes out of their body. It's not Sheikh Matzera. It's different than Sheikh Matzera, but it is a, an item, a discharge that renders the person Tameh nonetheless. We learned in the Mishnah yesterday a very important mahluk between Tanakama and Rabbi El Azar. The mahluk it was when the Mishnah said that you were able to interrogate the Zav. Which means when the Zav, let's say, sees once, everybody agrees, you get to ask him. What caused it? What brought it on? If it gives you an external reason why the Zavut came on, so then it's ready, not considered a Zav. It's got to come uh, from the Zavut, not from an external reason. Even the second time, also Budkim, it a Zav. However, according to Tanakama, once already, he saw the third time, even if it comes Leones, we compare it to a lady. It's like a lady that her Zavut, even Beones, she's considered a Zavat. doesn't matter why it comes. So the third seeing of a man is considered... Even meones, and therefore you don't interrogate, and therefore nafkamina, it's considered a zavut le'inyan korban. Which means after he sees three times, he has to not only count seven clean days, but he also has to bring a korban. However, we saw according to Rabbi al-Azhar, he said no, even the third time, you still interrogate. That means even if a person, let's say, saw two zavuts and then the men, and then he saw the third time, the deen is even after the third time, you interrogate him. And if you interrogate him, let's say he says it came meones, uh, uh, or it came uh, for whatever reason like that, then it's not considered a zavut to bring a korban. He's still considered a zav, mind you. But it's not going to be the third one, the anyan korban. But the fourth one, then already it's automatic. So there was a mahlukan if you interrogate the third zav or not, between Tanakama and the bin azav. Good, that was the Mishnah yesterday. Now the end of the Mishnah, towards that said, quote from the Mishnah. Onso, that means if he sees the Zavut, you know, be honest, which is there's external reasons why he saw it. And we said the external reasons, for example, he ate something, or he drank something, or maybe jumped, or maybe carried something, or he thought about a, a woman, or he saw a woman, even though he didn't think about her. In different cases over there, or he got sick, he had a holy. The sefeko, 
right? A certain case of safek, which we'll see what that case is. The shechvat zaro, and for that matter, the shechvat zera of a zav. All these items are timeim. So now the Gemara begins to explain. Onso v'sefeko, Amar Rava. Rava comes along and says, Lo tema safek haza safek lo haza, which means. What do you mean a case of Safik? Safik Zav? How is a Safik Zav Tameh? What is the case of Safik Zav? Does it mean Safik he saw? Maybe he didn't see, which he doesn't know if he saw or not. Is that the case of Safik that he tell me that still we're going to make the, the Zav a Tameh, Safik Haza, Safik Lo Haza? He says, no, don't say that. Ela Vadai Haza. The case is talking about where for sure he saw Zavut. So what's a Safik? Safik Mahmat Sheikh Vadzera, Safik Mahmat Riyah. Yes, it's a fake if it came because of Sheikh Vadzera, which we'll see what that means, or it came because of the actual seeing. So the Hadush is, once already he saw twice, he's going to be Tameh. That's a good actually. He saw for sure. Safik Mahmat Zera, Safik Mahmat Riya, the Kemad and Skakla Tuma, since already saw two times before that, Safikot Repirushi Kedamir Pelekamapele, Ziva de Fitra Beshikvat Zera. Let's say he has a, uh, a Zavut, right? A flow of whatever this discharges, and in the discharge there's also Shikvat Zera. It's not 100% pure uh, Zavut, okay? There's uh, Zera in the uh, discharge, okay? Which is normally, let's say, when a person uh, is, let's say, counting his seven clean days. He has a zavut, let's say, he has to count seven clean days. Now let's say he saw his zavut, but in the zavut there was Sheikh Vazera. So that Sheikh Vazera is only going to delay him for one day. He only has to, it's not going to be sorted all the seven days. It delays him for one day because there was Sheikh Vazera over there. And then he just continues counting his... Seven days. That's what Masechet Nidah says. Now, zivad de lo peticha b'shik matzera satashiva. If you have a zivad that doesn't have any shik matzera in it, mm-hmm. so of course that, thro- that breaks the whole seven. Guy's counting seven clean days. On day four, he sees a discharge. All ziva. What's the deen? Go back to zero. If there was zera in the uh, discharge of zavud, uh, one day you delay, then he uh, continues. Oh, the case of he's talking about, we checked his garment, and he saw on the garment a discharge of Zavut, and a discharge of Sheikh Vazera, and that's the Safik. He saw it on his garment, he doesn't know, did it come separately or did it come together? Now, if it came together, the Zavut and the Sheikh Vazera, so it's only going to delay him one day. But if the Zavut came separately, so then it's going to delay him seven days. So that's, that's considered Sefeko, which is when a person is in a, uh, a Safek, so we say Safek is going to be a Temeah. That's what the, uh, the Mishnah meant over here. That's where the uh, Tosafot is uh, explaining it. Good? <coughs> okay. Now, what does it mean in our Mishnah? So, the way Fajr explained our Mishnah like this. But let's say this Safik did not arise until after he saw two times. After he saw two times Zavut, now you have this Safik, now already you're going to have to treat it 
as it was a vaday zavut. Because it's raglayim the davar that already since you saw twice that this is the this is the third time, which is in a regular case could be where let's say uh, it was the first time or something like that could be you can go to the kuda. In which case are we going to the chumna over He saw it twice already. He saw zavut twice vaday zavut, right? Now the third time he puts he has the sefek of he doesn't know if it was uh, you know mixed with the uh, zera or not. So you have to say well since already he had two. Real zavuts without any uh, mixture. So you have to say so the third one also is going to be a pure zavut. Nafkamina. Now he's a zav of uh, three times. If he's a zav of three times, then he only has to wait seven clean days, but he also has to bring a korban. So it was sefeko tameh. That if the sefek came after two seeings, indeed he's going to have to bring a uh, korban and wait the seven uh, seven clean days and a korban like a regular zav that's all for three times. Okay, very good. Comes the Gemara and continues. Shichvat zarot temea. What does this mean? The shichvat zera of a zav is tameh. The guy's a zav. He saw zera came out of him. That shichvat zera is tameh. So the Gemara wants to know what level of tumah lemai. Ilemalim maga. Maybe tumat maga. If somebody touches that shichvat zera, so the shichvat zera has the ability to exude tumat maga. Mi garam shichvat zera de tahor. Hey, what's the hadush? Why should a zav shikvat zera be any worse than a regular guy who's tahor that saw shikvat zera? That the, the, the zera itself is tameh maga. Ela zarosh shel zav metameh b'masa. Oh, the hadush is that it's metameh even if you didn't touch it, which is even if you just uh, carried it, let's say, without touching it. The hadush normally shikvat zera is only metameh b'masa b'maga, but the tumah shikvat zera avei. Zav, his zikvat zera is going to be metame even b'masa. So comes the Gemara and says, "Man shamat lehad the Amar shikvat zera shil zav metame b'masa." Who's that opinion? Do we have a shita like that of Tanaim that say that shikvat zera v'zav is metame b'masa? Ilima haytana. Maybe it's the founder of the Tanya. Rabbi Eli Ezer Omer shikvat zaro shil zav. Eno metameh b'masa. Okay, well, that's not that opinion. Ve'Rabbi Yoshua Omer metameh b'masa. Oh, so we have an opinion. Rabbi Yoshua that says what the shikvat zera of a zav is metameh even b'masa lefi sheifshar la belosich suheziva. He explains why. He says the reason why it's metameh is because it's impossible that it's not going to have traces of ziva in it. And zivut zavut is metameh b'masa. So therefore, it's not to be Yeshua, because our Mishnah was mashmat shikvat zara, even if it's pure shikvat zera of the of the zav. Rabbi Yeshua said the only reason why it's mitamib masa is because it might have some trace of zavut in it. So that's not that that's not the same opinion. So where's the opinion that says that the you know pure shikvat zera of a zav is going to be mitamib masa? So comes the Gemara and says, "Afilu Rabbi Yoshua lo amar ela mishum sechsuhei zivan." The Gemara is finishing its point. Even Rabbi Yoshua, he only said it's mitzvah because of the what the sechsuhei ziva. Aval be'enela, but if it's if it's uh, live, meaning if it's without any uh, without any uh, 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 mixture, it's not going to be mitzvah. That's the question. 
Let's look at the Tosfot, just to read the Tosfot even inside. Second Tosfot, Veshekvat Zaro, Veshekvat Zaro, Mai, Ilim Ale Maga. The mission is Kak, the Tum'ah, Yitma, the Shekvat Zaro, Maga. Pshita, Mi Gara, Veshekvat Zaro, the Tahor, Be'alma, Vafil Lulis Kak, Na Me'ela, Le Masa, the Shekvat Zaro, Tor, Be'alma, Ilim Etebe Masa. Ukshin Shekvat, the Tum'ah, Metebe Masa, which means, it's not, it shouldn't be any different than a regular case of a, a uh, person that saw Shekvat Zaro. The fact that Shekvat Zaro, he was Tahor, he says, Shekvat Zaro, Metebe Masa. So what's the, tell me, in the Zav, Zav is, uh, is Metamim Maga, of course, Pshita. So Gibran says, comes to Gibran and says, Amar, Ela, Amar Avada, Balahaba, so you know what comes to teach me? Lomar, She'en Tolin Ba, the Hadush is En Tolin Ba. What does the words En Tolin Ba literally mean? Entolin ba means you do not attribute the ziva to this, which means we're talking about a case like this. Interesting case. Let's say a person, uh, he has two uh, discharges, okay? He has a Sheikh Vazera uh, discharge, and then following the Sheikh Vazera discharge, he has a Zavut discharge. So the question is, when the Zavut comes after the Sheikh Vazera, to Sheikh Vazera, it seems like the Gemara is going to tell you after it's discharged from the person, it weakens the person. And therefore, it could be now the Zavut that he saw afterwards is not going to be considered a, a real Zavut. Because it's coming from, from weakness. It's coming from like uh, after he was already halash. Look at Tosafot. Tosafot says, Ela amar of Adabarahava, Loma She'en Tolinba, the Maseket Zavin Tenanaro Ekeri. Look at that, 24 hours after the Sheikh Vazera, we disregard his uh, Zavut. Why? Good. Oh, but the point of the Mishnah is, once already he saw uh, Zavut twice, as which means, if let's say already, let's say, I guess he saw Sheikh Vazera. Okay, so we said, ah, whatever comes afterwards is, uh, but already if he saw two times, Zavut. Okay, now we saw a Sheikh Vazera, that Sheikh Vazera is not going to portray the Zavut that comes afterwards. Why? Because already he established himself. Already he saw Zavut twice. So that's the point of the Mishnah, that Sheikh Vazera mitame. Which is meaning not itself. I don't have to tell you. Meaning his Sheikh Vazera is not going to release the Zavut that comes after it. Normally, the Zavut that comes after Sheikh Vazera, we say, ah, it's a uh, sickness. He was weak. My Sheikh over here, where he saw twice. So he had the Sheikh Vazera. Now he saw Zavut twice. twice. Better. He saw Zavut twice. Now he saw Sheikh Vazera followed by a Zavut. We say he's a Zav. We're not going to say that that third Zavut is nothing. Why? Because since he established himself twice, that's what the Mishnah meant when it says, Shikhvat Zar'om Metameh, mean that you're not Toleh. Okay? Tirat Gemara says, Sabar Rapapa Kameh Memar. Now what's the logic why in a normal case where he didn't establish himself, why does Zavut after Shikhvat Zerah, why is it not considered a Zavut? The Gemara says, Aidi Hulshahu Dehazeh. Because we say it came from weakness. You see, when the zera is emitted from the body, so it causes the body a tremendous amount of halishud, so therefore it's like sickness. 
So do we say in the Mishnah? That's one of the one of the ways that you bought Zav is holy. So therefore, whatever follows the Shikvat Zerah, we don't consider anything. So give us Amal Give us what are you talking about? How can that be? If that cannot be the reason, why? We learned in the Mishnah Ger Shinit Gayer Mitamim Miyad Beziva. You have a Ger, a convert, right? Right, right after his conversion, immediately after the conversion. He's already subject to Zavut, even though he might have seen Shekvazera right before his conversion. So we see what? And the Gemara says, Amale holy Gadol And there's no holy that's greater than that, which means two things here. Number one, the guy saw the Goy. He saw Zera first. Okay? And still, what do you say? Immediately after his conversion, his zavut is his zavut. Hey, I thought you told, I thought you told me about weakness. If you're going with the weakness, Sivara, so what's the difference? Uh, the Chaura, Goy, not Goy, bottom line, it was a Zera that preceded it. The Chaura, the Zavut should be nothing. And in this case, Soveh, Kol Sheken, because the conversion also brings a weakness upon the person. Why? Because he accepted upon himself now, on Mitzvot. Now already he has a, a yoke. So Kol Sheken, it should weaken him. So therefore, that's not the Sivara. Because if you're telling me the Sivara's weakness, why then by the Goy, when he converts, his Zavut is Zavut immediately. That whole line of reasoning is knocked out. Look at the Tosafot. Right? What's <laughs> If, if, if it's a mitziut that the Shekvat Zera weakens the guy, what do I care if it's Yisrael, or it's a, or it's a goy? Right, so that's the Gemara's uh, question. Right? Good. So it must be a different logic. So we have to go back. So therefore you can explain our Mishnah like that. You thought to explain that the Pshar and the Mishnah was what? That normally speaking, a Zavut... That's followed by a shikvat zera is nothing, right? And the hadush of the mishnah was, but if the two uh, zavuts, so then already you're established that a shikvat zera is not going to No, uh, and, and would you want to explain the logic of that? The logic you wanted to explain was what because of because of halishut because it's coming from halishut. But you see that that reason does not hold uh, because of you see the inyan of the of the goy of the ger. Now ela must be what must be what. That that inyan that we say that a shikvat zera that's followed by a, um, a ziva that's followed that that comes after a uh, a shikvat zera a ziva that comes after a shikvat zera must be there's a special gezirat ketuv of some sort that tells me it's not uh, and by a goy we have a, a special deen which means obviously it's not uh, a, a sevara. Because it was of a sevara, you cannot mehalek between goy and Jew. And the fact that we are making a hiluk between a goy and a Jew must be it's not working with the sevara of 
Hulsha. Because of weakness, what do I care if it's a goy got weak mothers in Kvatsera or a Jew got weak mothers in Kvatsera? Mali goy, mali, uh, mali yehudi. And I must be, if it's the Izzahiluk of some sort, because the Gemara does say that the goy that converts his zivut is zivut miyad. And I have to say that while well, it's something special of a goy, his Kvatsera is not mitameh, whatever it is, however you want to learn it. And therefore, his zivut will be miyad, masheikin, the Jews is not going to be. Now wait. Once you're telling me the Jews is not going to, it's got nothing to do with weakness. So therefore, there's no sevarat to make a chiluk between whether the Shekhvat Zerah came after one, uh, if, the, if there was one zavut that followed, or if it was two zavut. Which means I cannot learn the Mishnah like you wanted to learn it. Which means you want to learn the Mishnah that what? That if he saw Shekhvat Zerah, right? Then one zavut, uh, that's nothing. Masha'enke, we wanted to say now, if he saw, let's say, twice, and then he saw Shekhvat Zerah, then he saw again, oh, that's already established. Once you tell me it's not working with Sevara, so the Chaurah, there's no room to be Mahalek at all, which means no matter when the Zavut, so long as the Zavut follows Shekhvat Zerah, we're going to say it's nothing. So therefore, that cannot be the Pshat in our Mishnah. So we have to go back to the Mishnah and relearn it. What does it mean in the Mishnah when it says Shekhvat Zerah? Mitameh. I review. There were two ways to learn Shekhvat Zerah Mitameh. One way was to be Mitameh B'Maga. Or Mitameh B'Masa. Hadush. Maga, you don't have to tell me. Every Shekhvat Zerah is Mitameh B'Maga. Oh, Azav's Shekhvat Zerah is Mitameh B'Masa. Who holds like that? We saw Shitot. They wanted to say the only reason why Shekhvat Zerah of Azav is Mitameh B'Masa is because it has Sahsuhayziva in it. Mashmah that alone... It's not mitamim masa, so we rejected that logic. Oh, so you, say, you know, you know what chikvat zarom mitamim means? I'll tell you what chikvat zarom mitamim means. It means that since you saw twice zavut, the chikvat zera that follows it is not going to negate the zavut that comes after that. So the Gemara rejects that also because it's not working with sevarot over here. It's not the pshat that chikvat zera weakens the guy. Because by a goy, it doesn't apply like that. And the pshat must be, there's a special gizrat katuf somewhere, wherever it is, Gibraltar doesn't tell us, that says, any zavut that comes after a shikvat zera is nothing. I don't care if it's one time, I don't care if it was two times, it's established. Oh, so I go back to Mishnah then. So what did the Mishnah mean, shikvat zera, oh, metameh? Oh, must have been, back to the original premise, bimasa. Oh, bimasa, but we didn't find the tana that subscribes to that. So Gibraltar, we found it. Where did we find it? So the Gemara says, so it's all unspoken. Ela, you see what the Ela, all in that one word, Ela. Ela rejects this last premise of Shekvat and then a Zavut. And Ela means we're going back to the original answer that when it says Shekvat it means Metameh Bemasa. Who's the author? Because we don't have an author. So I'll tell you, Tanai. I found it. It's about, look at Tanai. What does it say? The Tanya, Shekvat Zerah Shil Zav, Metameh B'masa Kol Me'et Le'et. Okay? 24 hours, 24-hour rule, which means any Shekvat Zerah that was emitted from the Zav within uh, 24 hours of his Zavut has a deen of what? Tum'at Masa. The Rabbi Yosemir Yomo. The Rabbi Yosemir comes along and says, no, not the 24 hours, Yomo, on the same day. He saw on Sunday morning, uh, uh, Zavut. Sunday afternoon, he saw Shekhvat Zerah. That Shekhvat Zerah is going to be So he limits it, but both opinions hold that the Shekhvat Zerah alone 
of a zab, whether it's within 24 hours of the seeing or whether it's within the same day, is with Tamir b'masa. Now, what's the source of this Mahalokit? Where do they get this Mahalokit from? B'dishmu'il. The Mahalokit is in the... In, in Shemuel's uh, logic. The Shemuel Rameh Ketiv. Shemuel brought a Mahloket or a Stira Rameh. Get the uh, technique. Rameh Ketiv. He brought a contradiction in Pesukim. Rameh Ketiv. Ki yehye becha ish. Ashed lo yehye tahor mekere layla. You have a fellow that's not going to be tahor mekere layla from a... Keri Laila is another way of saying Tum'at Keri. Now, seemingly this Pasuk is saying two things here. It's not going to be Tahor. It sounds like from something else. Ish Tahor, meaning he saw Zavut. And then the Pasuk says, Mekere Laila. Sounds like, and he also subsequently saw Tum'at Keri. And this is how he's learning the Pasuk Shemuel. The Ish Ki Yebecha Ish Asher Lo Tahor. Stop. Lo yator from what? I'll tell you from Zavut. The guy became a Zav. And then what? Mekere Laila. And then also we saw Tum'at Keri. And what are you telling me? And the fact that you're saying Mekere Laila, it sounds like that the Tum'at Keri and the Zavut have the same deen. Meaning, it's going to be Metameh Bemasa. And for the fact that it's Mekere Laila, is Masma until the next night. Which means you have a 24-hour period. That's what this pasuk is masked by, that the keri is like zavut. Okay, we're reading into this, obviously, but that's what the Mepharshim are explaining it. That the keri has a deen of zav the whole layla, which means, even, if, even though he saw, let's say, uh, 2 o'clock on Sunday, you have 24 hours, which means you have the whole night till the next day. Uchtiv. But we have another, uh, another pasuk that says what? Lifnot Arev Yirhats Bamayim. I stand corrected. Lifnot Arev. I, I, I explained to you outside, then I'll read it inside. But I stand corrected. When it says Mekere Laila, it means until the night. Lifnot Arev means to the evening and past the evening, because it's a double language. Lifnot. Arev. Lefnot means when the day passes. Arev means the night. From the double language of not Arev, it means not only to the night, but even beyond. Okay? So, Mekere Laila takes you to the night. That would be the opinion that says, Otoyom. Yeah? And if not Arev would be the Shita that says, Me'et, Le'et. That clear? Let's read it inside now. Man de Amar, Me'et, Le'et. The opinion that says that these Shikavat Zera is mitameh b'masa for 24 hours from the, from the emission of the zavut, dayik melifnot arif. He's medayik from the pasuk melifnot arif. The idach, dayik mekere layla. The other shitaz medayik mekere, which is masma what? Mekere, till the night. Once the night comes, that's it. The shikvat zed does not have a din of masa. Good? Uman da'amar melifnot arev haketiv mekere layla. Oh, what did you do with the uh, mekere layla pasuk? Alma de urhad de kere le matya The Torah is just speaking in the normal scenario. When does a person normally see tumat keri? At night. So therefore, that's just a normal way of talking. Mekere layla. Don't mean dayekte mekere layla means da'avka until the night. That's the way you call keri. 
Which means, if that's the normal way of talking, you can't be Doresh Pasuk. Mekir Elayla, just saying, the normal way of seeing Kedi is at uh, night, when a person uh, lies down, or whatever it may be. So therefore, don't midayik that point. But what do you see from this bright uh, over here? You have two Tanaim that both agree, Shikhvad Zar'o Shel Zav Metameh Bimasa. What time frame? That's already a mahlukit. Oh, me'et le'et. only on the same day. And where are they learning it from? Either from the pesukim of the Fnot Arev or the pesukim of Mekere Laila. Good? Okay. Good. And that's the case of our Mishnah. And that's the case of our Mishnah. The Mishnah was coming to teach you Stam. Tum'at Shikhvat Zar'o Metameh. Is going to be Okay, very good. Now, good. Mishnah Nazir Hayashimuel. Now we talk about Shimuel and Navi. Was Shimuel and Navi in Nazir or not? What's the mahlukah of it? Was he a Nazir or not? Okay, but Mishnah says, Nazir ayah Shemuel. He was a Nazir. Kedavir bin Horai. Shana Imar, Umura lo ya'ale al rosho. When Hannah, Shemuel's mother, went to Eli, and Eli got a, gave her a blessing that she's going to have a child, one of the things Eli Yaquin said was what? Umura lo ya'ale al rosho. What is the word Umura? So we understood Mura. The same word that was used by Shimshon, who we know was a Nazir. And what does it say? Neymar b'Shimshon, Umura lo Same type of word. And Mura over there means a a razor, a blade. Neymar b'Shmuel Umura, Ma Mura Mura b'Shimshon Nazir, Afura Mura b'Shmuel Nazir. Good. So that's really used the same terminology, which really was saying Shmuel indeed was a uh, Nazir. <laughs> Amar of Yosef, en mora ela shel basar vadam. He comes along to me and says, no, no, that's not the pshat in the pasuk. He wasn't a nazir. Umora, read it as if it's written with an aleph. He will not have the fear of human beings. Which means Shemuel is not going to, he's going to be fearless. He's not going to have any fear of, of people. Which means he's going to be the leader of Klai Yisrael. And he's going to lead them. He's not going to care about anybody's uh, stature or anybody's, you know, power and all that. Fear of human beings is not going to be Shemuel's uh, weakness. On the contrary, that's going to be his strength. Okay, so comes again and says, Amma Rabbi Nehorai. How can you tell me that? V'alo kevar ne'emar, v'yomir Shemuel, ech elech v'shama Shaul v'haragani. Shekevar ya'ala, mora shel basar v'adam. You see, he was scared. When God told Shemuel and Navi to go anoint David and Melech to become the second king of Israel, so Shaul already was the king Shaul and Melech. So what does Shemuel tell Bore Olam? How can I go anoint inaugurate David? Veshamar Shaul, Shaul's going to hear about it. Varagan is going to kill me. So what do you see? He was scared. He had more of a servadam on him. So how could you tell me that the Murah means he's not going to have it? Didn't come true. Ela, you have to say the Murah means a inyan of nezirut. Okay. 
comes the Gemara, Amale Rav Nehiyabere. Rav tells Hiyabere, his son, Hatov Ubarich. Vechen Amale Ravuna le Rababere, Hatov Ubarich. This is talking about the Katamazon. In the olden days, the custom was, the one that would make the zimun would also have a course in his hand. Now, we still do that today. We make zimun with a course. That didn't change. But used to be the one that would hold the course, he would make the berchat mazon, and everybody else would listen and just answer amen. Because he was the, the leader. He was like the hazan. Only one person would say the berchat mazon. So these stories are being told over that the rabbis would tell uh, their students, right, or his son, Right, Rav told his son, uh, grab the course, which means don't, uh, don't uh, give up to somebody else. Take the course to Berakha and you make the Berakha to Mazon out loud. Don't, uh, don't be from the listeners. You be from the, uh, the ones that make the Berakha yourself. Look at the, um, uh, Tosfot on the right margin. Ah, zirizut, and you'll get, uh, you'll get reward. Right? Look at the bottom line in the Rosh. All the way in the bottom line. Hatof kos shel beracha. Right? Vechen kol berachot al yikadimucha acher. You always be the one to make the beracha. Don't, 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 don't be from the one that is ayotze. Be the one that is motzi. Okay? Hatof ubarich grab and make the beracha. Abel Ravuna Ravah Bereh, same thing. Ravuna tells the son, Ravah, hatof ubarich grab the kos and make the beracha. Kemurah says, Are you telling me that the Mevarech is better? That the Mevarech is better? Why? We learned that the one that answers Amen, he's even greater than the one that makes the Mevarech. So the Chavarai should have told him, be from the listeners. The Amen is the better. And what's the Mashav? Amar le Rabbi Neorai, the Binurai said, Hashamayim kahu, which means as if like he made a shivwa. That's the that's the language of shivwa, right? Like, like he raises his hands to the Shavayim, right? He says, I, I swear, this is the way it is. That what? That the one that answers is greater than the Mivarek. Why? Teda, Share Gulairim Midgarim Bimilhama. Who's these Gulairim? The weak soldiers, they go out and start the war. You know, they're, they're on the front line, they go out and start the instigation of the war. Like the Mifaresh says, Halashim mitgarim b'milhamat tehila. And then what? The giborim nutzhim. Then the infantry comes in, the second round of the strong soldiers, and they finish it off. The first soldiers, they weaken the enemy a little. But who's the Bakib Patish? The second round, the soldiers come in, and they destroy. That's what the Mifaresh says. V'alaga giborim ba'im v'nutzhim afkan. Which means, it's a, it, it's a tremendous concept over here, what you're learning, that the person that's making the beracha, he's like the weak soldier. The guy that comes and says, Amen, he's finishing it off. Now, the question is, and therefore what do you see? Who's greater? The one that finishes it off. So he's the real soldier. So therefore you see what Gadola But the shock over here is, of the mashal that they were bringing over here. Who's talking about a war? We're talking about somebody that's making berachot. Why would the Gemara give such a mashal of somebody that's going out to war? 
The explanation the Mepharshim say is like this. In David HaMelech's time, there was a plague where there was a hundred people dying every single day. And David HaMelech needed to stop the plague. So what did he do? David was metaken, a takana that we still have till the modern day, and that is the Enyar of Me'aberachot. And once they started to establish the Me'aberachot, the plague stopped. <coughs> so what do you see over here? That really, the Enyan of a Beracha <coughs> is a weapon. A weapon against who? Against the Satan. And if every time a person makes a Beracha, yeah, there's a war going on over here. The war actually is able to push away the Satan and his legions from coming in and attacking. If we don't understand it, we don't look at a Beracha in that sense. We look at a Beracha as, it's a mitzvah, it's an obligation, you have to fulfill it. Now we're learning differently over here. When a person is making a Beracha, he has to know as if he's putting on his uh, army gear and he's going into battle, then he's going to fight the Satan. That's what he's saying. But the one that, who's the one that defeats? Who's the one that puts the, uh, the stake into the, into the enemy? That's the, the Amin. The Amin is even greater. And many reasons have been... So therefore, that's the, that's the comparison of war. That the Berakot actually do fight the Satan, the battle, in order to protect Kaiser from, from death. <clears throat> that was the hundred Berakot. That being said, different explanations have been said, why Gadol Yotem and Mevarech. One Mevarech explained like this. I think it's Rabbeinu Bahya. The Gebarah says, or the Torah says, Api Shnaim Edim Yakum Davar. You need two witnesses in order to establish testimony. Lo yakum alpi edehad, which means one one uh, testimony is not accepted. So that person gets up and comes along and says, Baruch Atas Shemel Okerumelak Haolam Shakoniyabed Baro. Right, everything was created in your word. He's only one witness. One witness is not accepted. The guy comes along and says, Amen. He's the second witness now. Now he made the edut. So therefore, Because now the testimony is accepted. Now already it's considered legitimate. Without that, it's just one, uh, one word. On a deeper understanding of why the one is greater, is because the Mepharshim explained like this. When a person makes a benacha, so he is involved in saying one of the Shemot HaKedoshim. Baruch Atah Hashem. Okay, Hashem is Yudke uh, Vavke, there's no question. That's a tremendous uh, uh, Kiddushah, where he's saying, the Shem Hashem of, uh, of 26, right? However, which is the Shem Midata Rahamim, which is a great thing. But we always know that there's a higher level of not only saying the Shem HaRahamim, but there's a higher level of taking the Shem of Deen, Adanut, and combining it with the Shem HaRahamim, Havaya, meaning Havaya Adanut, and therefore creating now a higher form of midat rahamim. That what they call that is the havaya adanut b'shiluv. Where you're making the two shemot, adanut is din. Right? The same letters, alef, dalet, nun, yud, is otiot, dina. Dina is dina, dina is judgment. But when you put them together, that's the high level. The numerical value of havaya adanut is how much? 91. Adanut is 65, havaya is 26. So it says, Because when a person answers Amin, what's the numerical value of Amin? 91. And therefore, he's already connected to the Havaya Adanut, where the person is making the Beracha, he's just saying, So you see, in, 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 in Deen, it's right, Amin is greater. So the Kibbutz is asking, what are you talking? You're telling him to go, On the contrary, it would be better to be from the, uh, from the listeners, right?
So comes the Gemara and says, Tanai. It's actually Mahluk Tanaim. Netanya. Echad mevarech vechad aone amen bemashma. Which means they both get uh, credit. The one that makes the beracha and the one that answers amen. Ela shemimaharim nevarech tehila. But what? They give the reward faster to the one that makes the beracha. Oh, so therefore you see what? Uh, they were, even though the Pasuk says, there's a Pasuk in Tehidim, the Pasuk says, Gedelu ladulai iti un romema shemo yahdav. Gedelu ladulai which means give praise to God. Who's giving the praise? Shneim bimashma. The one that says the beracha is included in the Gedelu ladulai and the one that's saying, Amen. Un romema shemo yahdav. Both are included in the Pasuk. But the Hadush is, according to his Braita, the one that says the beracha, He's he gets rewarded faster. Okay, so Mahlokit. So these rabbis obviously have the Mivarikh is better than the one Therefore they were telling their children, Hatofabarikh. Comes the Gibran concludes. Comes the Gibran concludes. Amar Bir Azar. Amar Bharina. Kamideha Khamim. Marbim Shadom Baulam. Shneemar the Khol Banayik Lemudeh Shem the Rab Shalom Banayik. And Hanina comes along and says the conclusion of the Masechet. Tamidiyah HaKamim, Tamidiyah HaKamim, the scholars, Marbim Shalom Ba'olam, they promote peace in the world. Shne'emar, v'chol banayik limudei Hashem, and all the, the children of limudei Hashem are the learning, right? They're the ones that are learning. V'rav Shalom banayik, and they promote peace. There's an abundance of peace will be in your children. To understand this final piece of Gemara, it's interesting that this Gemara... Uh, uh, finds itself uh, at the end of four Masechtot. Masechet Berachot, Masechet, well, Nazir, if I'm not mistaken, Masechet Yevamot, and Masechet Kiritut. Rashet Tevot, Banayich. Verav Shedom, Banayich. Berachot, Nazir, Yevamot, Kiritut. Now, what does it mean? Tamidah Kamibim Shalom Ba'olam. What does it mean that the Tamidah they bring peace into the world? So he once explained it, that it means like this. What's the reason why people fight in the world? What's the reason that people get into mahluk and things like that? Because a lot of times it is because they have nothing else that they're involved in, because of boredom, and because they're involved in nothing important, they have a lot of time on their hands, so therefore they can afford... To get involved in a fight with this guy, and this guy, this guy didn't look at him in the right way. This guy didn't invite him to his wedding, and this guy you didn't, uh, you know, uh, you know, uh, give him the right kavod. When when, you, when you're not busy, so therefore you can get involved in the trivials of life. But a person that's involved in a, in a, in a busy and, and, or, or, or or an overriding passion, all the small things don't bother. A person's in his retail store and he's collecting money. And the, 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 there's a line out the door, and they're giving him $100 bills. He's filling the register up, and he's making money like you can't imagine. And in the middle of all that, his wife calls him up and says, You know, so-and-so didn't invite us to the wedding. And the guy says, Who cares? Who cares about the wedding? Leave him alone. I, I'm Mohelim Stuyot. Why? Because he's making money. He doesn't care about anything else. The overriding passion of the Panasa. So a guy, let's say, one of the customers walked by him and there was a little, he don't care, he looked at him the wrong way. Let him go, big deal. Tamidiyah Khamim, the Havdil, of course, 
when you're involved in the higher passion of studying Torah, so you're on a higher level. You're on a higher madrega, which means you're learning the Torah of Hashem. What can be important besides the Torah? Which means it's such a, it's such a, imagine you have such a bright light, so you can't see anything else. The, the bright light is so strong that you don't see anything else. Nothing else means anything. So it doesn't mean that Tamidachim are walking around with peace, uh, peace flags and, you know, you know, pacifists and things like that. No. The Marbim Shalom Ba'olam is because the things that bother everybody else don't buy. You know what's the explanation, if you want to say it clear, clearly is? Tamidachim, for that matter, anybody that's learning Torah has perspective. When you don't study Torah, you have no perspective. Everything else, uh, all the shtuyot in the world become big and important things because that's all you have in your life. When you don't have anything else, that becomes your life. But when you have a higher calling, so therefore, who cares about all the other things? All the other politics everybody else gets involved in, that's because that's the Torah. That's it. That's, without that, they have no reason to exist. But when you have Torah, and your mind is thinking about Torah, and you know, you know what your purpose in this world is, I mean, not only rabbis, any student, any scholar that studies Torah, as we know it, your perspective is, is, is all different. A lot of times you say, ah, leave it, big deal. Why big deal? Because I'm involved in a bigger deal. And therefore, these things don't make, uh, don't make uh, too much uh, 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 of an importance. Last but not least, just to say a uh, derasha on this pasuk over here where it says, The great rabbis come along and say a very important yesod, which is a little, little novel idea, but it's true. The Torah calls the Jewish people B'nai Yisrael. Simply B'nai Yisrael because we're the sons of Yaakov Abinu, Yisrael Yaakov, 12 tribes. Each one of us come from one of the tribes, hence B'nai Yisrael. All of us basically are from the sons of Yaakov Abinu, from one of the 12. But the Mefarshim says, Baal Shem Tov says as well, Yisrael is Rashi Tevot. Yesh Shishim Rebo Otiyot the Torah. There are 600,000 letters in the Torah. Now, if you count it up, it's really not 600,000 letters. It's more like about 320,000 or something letters in the Torah. But the point is, when it says Yisrael, every Jew is connected to one of the letters of the Torah. Which means every person is considered an ot. Yeah, this is the truth. Which means the Torah obviously is the spiritual entity. And... Torah brings life to the world. Torah is kiem hayenu ve'orich yamenu. So a person's neshama, where, where does it have its sustenance? Where is, where, what fuels the neshama? The fuel comes from the Torah kedoshah. That's why it is a minhag. Every time a sefer Torah comes out, you look for the letter that begins with your name. Right? Let's say your name is Yosef. So you look for a word that starts with the letter Yud or Eliyahu. You look for a letter that starts with a Aleph. Why? Because that's where your, your sustenance comes from. Your spiritual uh, uh, nourishment actually comes from the Torah itself. Which is an amazing thing now, the way when you look at another Jew, you're not looking at a, at a physical human being. Every single person is mamash in ot in the Torah itself. Now, that being said, the Mepharshim uh, bring down that not only in the human being himself, but in the world, in the world itself, in different pieces of land, also the otiyot of the Torah are manifest. Which means, 
just like we're saying, each, each Neshama has a letter. There's different Otiyot of the Torah. Since the word was created with the Otiyot of the Torah, so it's almost as if the word itself, there's different Otiyot of the Torah scattered in the world. I'll give you a, 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 a true example to understand this. There was a fellow in the Navi, Sadiq, called Otniel ben Kenaz. What was the greatness of Otniel ben Kenaz? His greatness was that there was about 1,700 halachot that were forgotten at the time of Moshe Rabbeinu's uh, death, and he was able to, to bring them back. In his chokmah, he recovered them. And the pasuk that tells us he recovered it says, Vayilkod et Kiryat Sefer. He conquered Kiryat Sefer. Now Kiryat Sefer is a place. I mean, he was a warrior. He went and he conquered the piece of Israel called Kiryat Sefer. But the Gemaraz Doresh, not only is it a physical place, but Kiryat Sefer, the Sefer. He recovered the book. The book, the Sefer that was forgotten in the times of Moshe Rabbeinu. But Mefarshim explained there was a direct connection between Kiryat Sefer and those halachot they forgot. Because where were those halachot in the world? In which place in the world were those halachot resting? In Kiryat Sefer. So they were, when he conquered Kiryat Sefer with the proper kavanot and all that, which means it's an amazing thing, which is in every halak of, of, of earth, there's Torah. There's learning. There's, that's why Prince sometimes, in a certain place, he can't understand. Then Mishanema comes, he goes to a different place, oh, he understands it. What happened? Because... In that place where he is now, there's a, those, that earth itself has the kabanot. So then when it says Kiryat Sefer, it was a direct connection between his conquering of the land and the recovering of that Torah that was in the, the land itself. That's why it says, En Torah ke Torah Eres Yisrael. Because all of Torah Mamash is consecrated and it says, so the learning there, Avirad Eres Yisrael Mahkim as well. Similarly, we're going to read soon in Megillat Rut. We're going to read the story of Boaz. Boaz, one of the great things that he did was he uh, brought back a halakha that was forgotten. What was the halakha that was forgotten? Mo'avi velo Mo'aviyah. When the Torah says you cannot marry into the Mo'avi uh, people, it only is referring to Mo'avi, but not the woman. So Mefarshim say, what else did Boaz do? He also recovered a piece of land. He was the Goel, he recovered a piece of land of Elimelech and brought it back to the family, uh, to the family plot. So the Farshim say there was a direct connection, which means in the Geulah of the field, that's where the halakha of Mu'abib below Mu'abiyah was. So therefore there was a direct connection just like Otniel ben Kenaz. And that's what the person is saying over here. Vechol banayich, all the Benet Torah, all the people that stayed there, all the Jewish people, they themselves are a limud. Every Jew is a limud in himself. Which means this, per, this person is a letter Aleph, and this person is a letter Vav, and this person is a letter Yod, which is Vechol Banayich, all the children of God, they too are a, uh, a, a, a study. They're a study themselves. They're a study in the Otiyot of the Torah. Especially those that study Torah on a regular basis. All the more so that they're connected to those Otiyot of the Torah. But Arizal said... More so those that study in a habura, those that study in a group. Groups like this, why? Because one letter has limited interpretation. But when you have a group, now already you have not otiyota Torah. Now you have tevot. Now you have words. And therefore that is was very strict to the group 
that you must study Bahabura in a group. That's what the Gabbara says. Woe to those that study alone. Because a letter has, has a limited meaning. But when you study in a Habura, so all the letters come together, now already you have a Tevot, now already you have a, a deeper understanding. That's why the Gemara says, uh, Oh, Havruta, Oh, Metuta. Without a Havruta, it's very difficult to understand because you can't study alone. You need to connect. And then he spoke, and we'll conclude with this, about the importance of Shalom amongst all of uh, Klai Yisrael, but specifically Shalom amongst the Talmidim. And he said, if there's any place in the life that you have to have a camaraderie and a unity amongst people, it's specifically in the group of the, st- of, of the learning, of those that are learning. To have, everybody has to feel each other's pain, and everybody has to feel each other's uh, problems, and it cannot be that you're in a shi'ur and uh, everybody's worried about themselves. You know, they learned it and they go home and all that and uh, they tune out everybody else's issue. Adraba, in a shi'ur specifically, the hatzlahav, the limud, specifically comes that not when everybody's uh, being a nosy body. Uh, of course, you have to respect everybody's uh, personal, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, privacy as well. But uh, if you know that there's people in Shi'ud that have issues, this one has a panasa issue, this one has a, a, a needs apartment, this one needs a, 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 a shalom, uh, this, this one needs a perfuad, the group must be involved. That is, I told you, but Pete on this so much so, and I'll conclude with a story that's told to show you how strict this was. Rav Haim Vital was a student of the Arizal. The Arizal told him, ask me whatever you want in learning, I'm going to tell it to you. Uh, I'm not going to hold back anything. So, he would ask him all his questions and so on and so forth. Got to a certain piece. Rabhaim couldn't understand it. So he went to his rabbi. He said, Rabbi, you got to explain me this explanation. He said, I can't. Hey, but you told me, you told me whatever I'm going to ask you. He says, this is... Uh, I can't. You, you, trust me, I can't. So finally, uh, he pushed him. He says, okay, listen, I did make a shivua. So I guess I have to explain it to you. I'll explain it to you. He gives him the explanation. Right after he tells it to him, he says to him, he says, now that I gave you this great secret, because of it, they would go zed on me, mita in the shamayim. Ah, oh, I'm shocked. They didn't realize that that was the reason why I didn't want to give it, but he gave it. But he told the Talmidim, so long as this shalom amongst the students, the gezera will be pushed off. And he made them make a pact amongst themselves and their wives that they'll live in peace. And as long as the students of the Ari lived in peace, and there was shalom, nothing happened to him. But then what happened? A fight, uh, the Satan entered the camp, and a fight broke out amongst the, the wives. And from that, it trickled down to the Talmidim. It was Erev Shabbat, it was uh, the month of Av. The Ariza went to accept Shabbat, he comes back, and he's pale. They look at him, he looks like an onen, it looks like something happened. So the Arizal said, Kevan Gzera Gzera. He said, already I saw the Gzera was uh, in Gzera. They showed me the Pasuk and the Shamaim. You and your king are going to perish. And why, he said? Because of the Mahloket. He said, because the students already have a little shalom uh, amongst them, now already the Gzera, and sure enough, the Arizal died shortly after that only at the young age of 38 years old. But you see what? If there was peace amongst the students, they he could have lived on forever. But because there was a little uh, divisiveness amongst the Talmidin, the Gizra shows you how great the Shalom is. 
So that's what it means. Tamidi hachamim babim shalom ba'olam. They bring life in the when there's when there's peace in the world. There's life in the world. However, hasve shalom and the tamidi hachamim are fighting amongst themselves. Mi lanu gadol metamidi rabbi akiva. Twenty-four thousand tamidim, but because there was no shalom, or a we shouldn't say no shalom, but there was a a, a compromise of shalom amongst them. Twenty-four thousand students perished, and therefore, when there's shalom, there's beracha irason. Shalom baruchu should give us the beracha of tamidei hachamim avim shalom ba'olam. Shneimar vechol banaich tamidei adonai verab shalom banaich kadran adach hakutim en lahem nizirut v'slik ala masechet nazir adran adach masechet nazir adach alan datan alach masechet nazir datach alan lat neshem enak masechet nazir lat neshem enan. Rabba Mahdev, Rabba Mahdate, Adran, Alak, Masik Nazir, Rak Alan, Datan, Alak, Masik Nazir, Datak Alan, Lat Nashim, Nak Masik Nazir, Lat Nashim Nan, Rabba Mahdev, Rabba Mahdate, Adran, Alak, Masik Nazir, Rak Alan, Datan, Alak, Masik Nazir, Rak Alan, Lat Nashim, Nak Masik Nazir, Lat Nashim Nan, Rabba Mahdev, Rabba Mahdate, Ira Soma, Rabba Mahdev, Rabba Mahdev, Sheetot Kham, Rabba Mahdev, 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 Rabba אדבר פפא, דרוב פפא, ריבנו לא ידעו לדבר כמו בפינו. פתאום מקבלים סמלי, אנחנו כולנו, אנחנו עושים סעיין, עושים סעיין, עושים סעיין, עושים סעיין, עושים סעיין. כולנו יודעים שמקר לומד תורת קהל שמם, או ימי תחכם את סבותי קהילה מעילי. מדבי תמים בחוקי קהל מלנו אבוש. לעולם לא אשכח פקודיך, כי הם חייתן. ברוך אתה אדוני למדינה חוקיך, אמן. אמן, אמן. שסיים תחכם לשבת את המדרש, ולא תחכם לשבת את הקרנות, שאנו שכימים מהם משכימים, אנו שכימים לזה תורה ומשכימים לדברים בטלים, אנו עמלים ומעמלים, אנו עמלים כמשכר, עמלים וכמשכר, מנסים ומנסים, אנו מנסים לחייב על המבה, והם מנסים לשחד, שנאמר, ואתה אינם תורידים ולשחד, שדמים ומלאי לא עשו ימיהם, ואין אייף תחבק לרסום, ופניך אלוהינו ולאבותינו, כשם שעזרתם לסיים מסכת נזיר. כעת עזרנו תתחיל מסכתות ודברים מעלים לסיימם ללמוד למד לשמור לעשות קיים כל מקום כבאבה זכות ותנאים ונאים ומנחמים יעבוד לנו זרענו שלא תמוש התורם פינו פי זרענו וזה לזרענו עד עונם כן באנו מכלל שכתוב בתלכך תנהל אותך ושוכבך תשמור עליך וכיסותה היא תשיחיך כי בי ירבו ימיך וישתיף לך שעות חיים אורך ימים במינם שמע ראש וחברו על מים זה אמור ייתן אוהב עליך את עמו בשלום